Drama on One. Sundays at 8pm. rte.ie forward slash drama on one. Drama on one. This is RTE Radio 1 and tonight's Drama on One is Wine from Greenland by Alejandro Nicholson. Anton and Ian are waiting to be seated at a restaurant. While passing the time, a seemingly ordinary chat about life and society changes into a conversation about commitment and escape. With language that some listeners may find offensive, this is Wine from Greenland by Alejandro Nicholson. Sir. Hello, Rose. Ian hasn't arrived yet, right? I am not surprised. Our regular table, please. The table will be ready in just a couple of minutes, sir. Thank you, Rose. I'll wait here. Listen. I am at the restaurant. I will call you later, okay? Bye. Hi, Anton. I'm sorry I'm so late. You should be. I've been waiting for quite a long time. Welcome, sir. Hello, Rose. The table will be ready in just a couple of minutes. Sure, Rose. What a dreadful day I had, Anton. Hell in the office. Then I arrived home and I had a fight with Kira. Uh Oh, how is your wife doing? She has been quite anxious lately. To be honest, I've been quite irritable myself. Tell her I said hi. I will. We are fighting a lot lately, you know. Well, married life. Marriage is not a problem. Come on, nowadays it's just a piece of paper. All you need is a lawyer, a couple of signatures, and you are out. The problem started when we bought the car together. Mm, That's quite a commitment. And then, last week we put the first payment down on a house. A house? Are you sure you want to take the relationship with your wife to that level? I mean, getting onto the property ladder. Ian, are you out of your mind? I thought I wanted it. But maybe it was too soon. The table will be ready in just a couple of minutes, sir. Please find this evening's main courses on the blackboard. As usual. Let's see, what are the specials tonight? Well, Ian, let me tell you that you don't need to have a marital predicament to have a wreck of a week. Mine was quite terrible too. What do you think, chicken or fish? Fish, of course. I heard the chicken is terrible this week. You heard? From whom? Who do you know that comes here besides us? No one, but one hears things on the street. People talk. About the quality of the chicken? People talk about all kinds of nonsense. Don't be surprised, Ian. Anyway, where was I? Oh, yes. Terrible week. I have to finish this play for the theatre company and I haven't written a single word yet. I have Ms. Carlson breathing down my neck. And then there is this woman I am seeing. The married one? Yes, the married one. Trouble in paradise? No, on the contrary. Things are going too well. It was supposed to be just sex, but now she is wondering, where are we going? Even worse, I am wondering, 
Where are we going? It seems you really like her. Yes, I know. Isn't it dreadful? If I'm not careful in no time, I'll be like you. Buying cars and apartments. Houses. Same thing. Well, yesterday Kira and I talked about the possibility of having a child. Oh, thanks, Ian. You are a good friend, trying to make me feel better by showing me the severity of your situation. What was I thinking? Marriages and houses are one thing, but you can't come back from parenthood. Well, I did something equally serious. What? Are you telling me you adopted a child? Practically the same. I bought a croton. A what? A croton. It's a plant. But it is so difficult to take care of. It needs a lot of sunlight. The soil has to be consistently moist. Are you comparing having a kid to having a plant? Of course. I would even say that the croton is more difficult to take care of. I mean, they both require constant attention, but when you cannot take care of them for, say, a week, that is where the difference lies. You can leave the kid for a few days with a friend or at your parents, but a croton? For sure it will be dead when you get back. The kid may be harmed, but definitely not dead. People can say, sorry, I killed your plant, but nobody will say, sorry, I killed your child, at least not with the same straight face. I see your point. Are the gentlemen ready to order? Let me ask you something, Rose. How is the fish? The fish is awful, sir. But the chicken, even worse. Well, I think I will take the fish then. Me too. Excellent choice. And to drink. Oh, maybe a wine. Any recommendations? Of course. We have a marvellous white wine from Greenland that goes fantastically with the chicken. We will take one of those. Very well. There are wines from Greenland? Who would have thought? You know what we should do, Ian? We should go to Greenland for a month. Just be there, away from everything, to clear our minds. Greenland... That would be nice. Real nice. I could really use some peace. But no, it's impossible. Kira would kill me if I left like that. And they would laugh at me in the office for even asking for a month off. Yes, you're right. I have to finish the play and I wouldn't like to be away for so much time. Because of the Mari girl. What is her name, by the way? Uh, uh, and if I leave for a month, what would I do with my croton? It would definitely be dead when I came back. Maybe we can go somewhere for the weekend. There's supposed to be a nice B&B an hour from here. Oh, that sounds... Feasible. Yes, feasible. Oh, what an awful word. That's what we are right now, Ian. Feasible. Not adventurous, not intrepid, but feasible. 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 The more I say it, the worse it sounds. Face it, Anton. We are prisoners in our own lives. We may once have had the possibility to choose, but that train is long gone. Feasible. There is nothing left for us but to follow the direction that has already been set in our lives by the choices we made years ago. We may think that now and then we do something to actually change who we are, where we are heading, 
but it's nothing more than an illusion. We are the guards and inmates of our own prison. With no possibility of escape. But there has to be a way out, Ian. There always has been. This is nothing but another cell where people like us are put to be controlled. Before they were made of concrete and steel. Now they are made of material possessions and social obligations. But we always escaped. We always found a way out. You know, my grandmother used to say that she never felt more free than in her old age. A widow. Her sons and daughters gone. She could do whatever she wanted. But I don't want to wait until I'm old and tired. I want to be free now. Ian, do you know what we should do? We should get rid of everything and move to Greenland. Start from scratch. I suppose we could sell the house and the car. Maybe Kira would like Greenland. Who knows? No, Ian, you're not listening to me. I mean get rid of everything. Wives, lovers, cars, protons, everything. We can't do that. Why not? We just can't. We have responsibilities, obligations. But don't you realise, Ian, we have been brainwashed to be controlled. We don't have to follow all the random rules society tells us. We can leave all that behind. I am talking about reclaiming our identity. My identity is quite clear, Anton. Don't drag me into your midlife crisis. Your identity is just a blend of attributes and associations that instead of defining you, point away from you. I have the feeling that if I understood what the hell you are talking about, I would be deeply offended. Who are you? Who is Ian? You are Kira's husband. You are a car owner. You work in an office. You are Anton's friend. Your identity is defined by what you have and by who you know. So is yours. So is everybody's. So what's your point? So my point is that we use all these external definitions as a shelter because we are afraid of who we really are. But I like those things. But don't you feel drowned by them sometimes? Well, I suppose sometimes. Suffocated. Perhaps. Think about it. You take away the wife, the car, the job, and what is left? Just you, Ian. Just me. You are right. I have always seen myself in relation to others. Ian, are you happy with your life? Sure, I mean, it's okay. No, don't give me the usual pre-programmed answer. Tell me. Are you really happy? No, I am not. Me neither. And that won't just change with therapy and goodwill. Our lives are gone. Are lost. Either we stay on this path. And we spend the next decades numb. With boring conversations. And watching crappy TV shows. Or we throw caution to the wind. And start over. We reclaim our identity. We go to Greenland. To Greenland. But... How are we going to do this? Oh, yes. Let's start with the easiest part. Quitting our jobs. That should be simple, right? Of course. Mail to our bosses. Take your phone out. I have it right here. Okay. Um, start with, dear Ms. Carlson. <laughs> dear Mr. White. <laughs> Every day that we spend working together... A little part inside of me dies. <laughs> the work is boring. Boring. The conversation <laughs> obnoxious. 
that every time you open your mouth, the inevitable stupidity that comes out is surpassed only by the unbearable smell of your breath. <laughs> I would recommend brushing your teeth several times every morning for the convenience of the poor bastards that still <laughs> remain <laughs> under your command. <laughs> because of that, and after much consideration, I have decided to terminate our work relationship. Please arrange any legal or monetary issues with my lawyer, whose number you will find in this mail. Regards, Ian Donovan. Regards, Anton Nismo. Send? Send. Do you feel it? Oh, yes. I feel more free. The wonders of unemployment. Free to do whatever I want. To be whoever I want. But wait a moment, Anton. What about Kira and your girlfriend? Oh, I don't know if you'd call her my girlfriend. And how about your friends and family? Well, I don't speak to my family and the friends I have are more acquaintances. Well, same here. But we should do something about Kira and... Of course. A message should be enough, right? I don't see why not. How about this? Dear Kira, even if I love you, love is not enough. I will depart tomorrow and you will never see me again. I am sorry, but to stay would be unfair to you and unfair to me. Goodbye. I like it. I wrote this. Tomorrow I am leaving the country never to come back. I will always remember you and everything... Always remember you? No, no. You are giving hopes there. We want to forget and be forgotten. Right. I will forget you the moment you receive this message. Much better. Please take care of my croton. I will send you instructions. No, Anton. No more communication after this. Mm. Check online. Perfect. Now, send. Now what? Give me your phone. No, no, no. What are you doing? Hey, my phone! You destroyed my phone! Genius. So it is done. We don't have jobs. We don't need jobs. We don't need anything at all. No nine to five. No wife. No crotons. No endless Sundays visiting the in-laws. No extra hours working through the night. No houses with everlasting mortgages. No more arguments about what to do. Fighting over where to go. The shackles are off. Sir, the table will be ready in a couple of minutes. We would like to offer you a complimentary bottle of wine from Greenland while you wait. Hmm. 
Cheers. Sante. We are free. The first real free man in our generation. Or in the past several generations. We can go to Greenland if we want. Or anywhere in the world. And we have nothing that weighs us down. No family. No jobs. No friends. Oh. Oh. Damn. We are still... That's not good. There is no other way. One last hug? Of course. You have been like a brother to me. I will miss you. I will miss you too, my friend. You will always have a place in my heart. So, how do we do this? Simple. You go to Greenland in the north, I go to New Zealand in the south. After a few years apart, we will just fall apart. No, that won't work. Distance is perfect for killing love, but has no effect when it comes to friendship. We will meet ten years later, and it will be as if no time had passed. I know. I can hit you. You wouldn't. Oh! So, do you hate me now? Mm hmm not really. Ian, your mother is is is, 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 a, is a terrible cook. I haven't spoken with my mother in five years. I wouldn't know. Maybe her cooking had gotten better. Your sister is a terrible cook. Same. Your wife is a terrible cook. No, sorry. I actually love your wife. Excuse me? Cooking? I love your wife's cooking. She makes an excellent pasta carbonara. No, but you said, I love your wife. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. Sorry then, an unfortunate mistake. Anton, you look weird. <laughs> no, I don't. I've known you for 15 years. I know when you're hiding something. Anton, do you fancy my wife? Of course not. What kind of question is that? I am hurt. Oh my God. You fancy my wife. I don't. Anton. Okay, I fancy your wife. This is outrageous. What kind of friend are you? Don't overreact, Ian. It's just an innocent crush. It's not like I would ever do anything. I would never kiss your wife. You kissed Kira. Okay, only once, and just because I saw that she needed support, a friend. It was a friendly kiss, like, like a father to a daughter. You are disgusting, Anton. And sometimes there wasn't even any passion in it. Sometimes? How many times did you... Like the morning kisses, our lips barely touched. I don't like kissing people just after they wake up. Wake up? What? Anton, did you sleep with Kira? Well, sleeping. Did you have sex with my wife? Do you really want to know the answer to that question? Oh my God. The married woman you have been seeing is Kira. Don't be like that, Ian. Take it as a compliment on your taste in women. I noticed that Kira was coming back late at night, working so many extra hours. 
Also, Ian, you and me both know that you are not enough for a woman like Kira. Hey, neither am I. Ourselves alone could never make it with her, but together, as a team... That's why she was so distant. I mean, if you think about it, she got what she deserved. Dump by her husband and lover at the same time. That'll teach her a lesson, right? I even suspected that she was having an affair, but with you. I mean, with you. Well, it's not so strange after all. I mean, I am me. Have you ever seen yourself in the mirror? Every day, thank you very much. You have a hideous personality. Hideous? Me and Kira used to set you up with friends of hers as a joke. Poor girls. After a night out with you, they were shattered. Wow. That is really mean of you. And now Kira is having an affair with you. So all those times when we double dated, you were just making fun of me? Every single time. Laughing behind your back. With Carly and Rebecca? After going out with you, Carly left the country. And Rebecca never called us again. I liked Rebecca. She was nice. You really made an impression on her. She never thought that a human being could exist as narcissistic and self-centred as you. Well, I may have an awful personality, but at least I have one. You're just a confusion of meat and bones that does nothing but occupy space. At least I don't have your pathological obsession of always having to be the centre of attention to suck the air out of the room. You are painfully boring. My croton has more charisma than you. And who cares if nobody likes me? At least I like myself. Stop talking for a second! I never met somebody who loved so much the sound of his own voice. Always on your high horse with your beautiful wife and your respectable job until you realise that you hate your job and your wife is sleeping with your best friend. Every day you go back to your empty apartment and it will stay empty because you are a coward, afraid of caring for anybody but yourself. You will die like you have always lived, terrified and completely alone. You are a horrible person. You are a sad, gruesome excuse for a human being. We did it. And we are free now. I'm sorry, sir, to inform you that there is no fish left. Your chicken will be ready in no time. I think... I will go now. To Greenland? Maybe. I mean... I can go anywhere I want. I can do anything I want. Anton. Yes? Do you think it was worth it? Of course. We are free, Ian. Completely and absolutely free. Yes. Of course. Of course we are. Completely and absolutely free. I'm sorry, sir. Smoking is not allowed in here. 
Thank you, Rose. The table will be ready in just a couple of minutes. I'll wait here. We've been listening to Wine from Greenland by Alejandro Nicholson. Anton was played by Charlie Bonner. Frankie McCafferty was Ian. And the part of Rose was played by Donna Anita Nicolaisen. Sound design was by Gar Duffy. Wine from Greenland by Alejandro Nicholson was directed by Goretti Slaven. And if you'd like to listen back to this or any of the 500 or more plays in our archive, take a look at the website rte.ie forward slash drama on one. Drama on one. Sundays at 8pm rte.ie forward slash drama on one. Drama on one.